0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talk Together. Oh, I always said talking is a free action, but this is Talk Together. My name is Josh. I use he here and pronouns, And you can see that I am surrounded by the cast of Jorani's Echo. Say hello, everybody. Hello, 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 hello everybody. everybody. Oh, we share one brain
1: cell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long year. It's only February. Yeah, I know it's only February.
3: Pumpkin didn't uh, didn't say yeah, hello pumpkin. to everyone. Come on, Pumpkin, play the game. Yeah.
2: Far too busy trying to bite his
4: sister on my lap.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes, for unfortunately for those of you who are currently watching, you have sadly missed the debut of two cats on one screen. um You <laughs> might get it later on, but right at the minute, you'll—I mean, pumpkin's cute enough as it is. We might even see princess at some point. Maybe. 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 <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Yes, we are going to be talking about the events that occurred in Dorani's Echo, all of the ups, downs, parallel undeads, Echo things and all of that sort of stuff. It's going to be uh, one hell of a show, so stick around. We are currently live, sort of, on YouTube Premium, so, you know, hit like, subscribe and notifications if you like all of that sort of stuff. You can also find us on twitch on mondays and tuesdays and fridays at 9 p no not 9 p.m 9 p.m where am i going with that 6 p.m 6 p.m to 9 p.m on mondays and tuesdays with with D &D and 6 p.m to around 7 p.m on fridays for other ttrpgs currently is blades in the dark the cult of the circle big massive thank you to our D -D 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 to our d20 club we love them they have made us a fan Discord and a wiki page. You can find links to those in the description below. Um, you can join for as little as one of your local currency or one goat, which must be sent to Tom. Please don't send it to the Roll Together headquarters. The kobolds cannot contain, cannot contain the goats goat. there. They can't they handle get, the goats. They get they in the get jam. They oh, get
2: chased. It
1: does actually have to be two goats, because goats are companion creatures and they need a friend.
2: Yeah, so if you yeah. could give us two goats for... You know, reasons.
0: As Tom has stated before, Tom is doing a goat cheese farm without goat milk. So... Mm-hmm.
3: Don't stop saying things like this, team. This is what's going to get us taken off the internet.
0: It is. We are <laughs> going to get cancelled.
2: Goats are <laughs> really good for urban grazing. Yeah, put them on the roof.
0: You know, they, they're a they lucky to climb. They love to climb. Anyway, Geronimo's Echo was something that happened recently. There were
3: no goats
2: in that. There were some horses. There were no goats no there goes.
3: were some horses. Can we start this with place. the horses and how yeah, but... they turned up out of the blue? <laughs>
2: why did we not know there were it's horses? Like,
5: it's like total, like, why are the horses, Mike? We're living in the uh... mines.
2: <laughs> in the
3: mines!
2: We a mine we we're mine horses. I think that was the yeah. lovely thing that Mike Hannah appreciated that all four of us were going to react so physically to like, where are they? And like getting up the map, which again, side note, beautiful map, really useful. Had a map. great time with it. Also just go, but where do they live, Mike? Where do <laughs> the horses terrible. live? Oh, like, oh, I guess they live in the courtyard. That's not good. They need their blankets. <laughs> they need there? blankets.
1: They need places to eat. They need places to exercise where the zombies aren't. Yeah.
0: If you'd like to see the map for Dreadstone that was used for Outdoor Echo, you can find it in the description below. So, a little <laughs> Google Drive link you can find. So, you can have a good look at the work that Mike. Might... What program did you use for that, Mike? I have an uh, idea. Incarnate. I thought so, yeah. Yeah.
5: It's got That's tons probably... of assets. It's great.
0: Yeah, it's brilliant. But yes, that is a very, 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 very good map. So, uh, you'll notice as well that we used Hero Forge tokens for the first time in a long time, I think. Um, I had we had them sort of placed on the map where people were every now and then when the map did appear. So, um, but yeah, find all of that in the description below. But yes, horses, Mike. Why? Why horses?
5: Uh, because I, I I wanted to create this really cool scene where the soldiers were waiting for the heroes to return to instill this idea that the fortress and the people there believed in the players and I didn't expect to be attacked immediately for the fact that these clearly incredibly trained horses who are familiar with the minds, because we are in a game where you can just speak with animals, so you can just explain, do you see that thing? Don't step on it. Um, no, this is going, okay, yes, don't step on that. Um, and then where they are kept so this is a very interesting thing i made this sort of very vague fictitious village that was just outside of the um fortress they're there they're, they're, they were there so right. and okay. they're, they're brought in when needed and then placed back so, so
3: at a time when the the fortress is probably going into lockdown because yes. we were going to potentially unleash this great elder evil. Yes. They decided, despite saying they were closing the gates to the outside, which they did do, mm. they then opened the gates up, went and yes. got us some horses, and then yes. brought the horses into the danger. Okay, just, just so we're clear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> official side quest, horse skull trainer.
2: Just I will know. fight logic with...
5: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that. That was very well done. You're paying a lot of attention, right? <laughs> oh, thank
0: you, Mike. <laughs> It
1: was, think... to be fair, a very cool scene. It was a very was. cool scene. It was quite heartwarming when we would just come out of this bit of emotional character turmoil to see our friends and our allies and these beautiful horses there and just go, oh, That was nice. That
3: was really nice. It's also very nice of the zombies to just stay still and let them come through and then let us ride back past them again.
0: It it did it did definitely give me very helm's deep vibes. Like the whole sort of thing, horses coming in, the fact that you're in a very enclosed sort of space, fortress and all that sort of stuff, did give Lord of the Rings vibes a lot. Just under the set of orcs. Mm. We're it.
3: we We had we had, el- we had elves. We didn't have any dwarves though, apart from apart from blooming forgrim. Oh uh, <sighs> Grumpy tried his best. Forgrim,
0: who I... didn't get thrown,
3: who no. did not get thrown. Who
2: didn't get catapulted. T- is the correct term, I do believe. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> Yeeted.
2: <laughs> it's always the great thing where you're like the dice tell a story. Where I was like, cool. Forgrim has been mean to Amaryllis and has threatened to throw her off the wall, and now. She's the general. She's she the one. She is. Yeah, <laughs> takes like his his hat off and is like, "I'm I'm now the captain." Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, just it's amazing. And again, like the beauty of like when you're DMing, you're like, "Oh no, this couch is really cool and really competent." Oh no, oh oh, that one. Oh, they have slipped and fallen. Yeah, yeah. and when it mattered
5: the most, they were spectacularly. <laughs>
2: But that's okay, because everybody else did great. Yes, yeah. We won't mention it
0: in Dispatches. Fulgrim was present. <laughs> was, well, Fulgrim was there. Yes. That's yeah. enough said on that. But anyway, yeah. for anybody who hasn't seen uh, Roll Together before, what we normally do is we'll roll a d20. I have one stuck in between my hands here. And we will, and that will determine the question that we have. Because this is an end of campaign talk together, we have mm. some different questions that I've been able to find. Because usually I can't find them, but I've been able to find them this time. So, does everybody have a D twenty? Because we can try and go through each person. Sean, who do you
5: think we are?
2: <laughs> Sean <laughs> is busy. <I> <laughs>
0: <the> <laughs> power Ranger. <engine. laughs> yeah. So, who would like to roll the first D twenty? Was
1: that, was that a clack? Was someone rolling it? Oh, I had a clack, okay.
2: clack. Who did it? Uh, 17. Hey, roll that dice. It's, cla- it's, fair, it's fair,
1: clacked fair. by the fan. <laughs> of putting them on my table, makes too much noise, so I thought I'd just roll it anyway as I put them down.
2: That's
0: fair. Roll that dice. So this uh, question 17 is for the players. Are there any choices you would change in retrospect? Yes. If there could be more <laughs> kissing. <laughs> <laughs> just... It
2: doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be between. Them.
3: <laughs> no, just just anyone kissing, not specifically Nora and Edendra.
2: Now flying be, around the two of
1: them. <laughs> this is
3: what could have <laughs> been. No, kissing other people
2: now. Amaris just pops a kiss on one of the turns cheeks, pops her foot up, and is like, "Hooray, we survived! The war's <laughs> over."
3: There was uh, in the in the final scene. I think there was definitely some stuff that um I <laughs> there's a weird thing, we've talked about this before where it's like you you finish a, a recording and then you turn your laptop off and then you're sat there in the dark on your own going, Ugh. Um and especially when it's got a sad ending like that, I did I was like, oh no, I made things sad and now I am sad. I don't regret that. But um th- like when you have an argument in real life with someone and you go away and then you think of all the things that you should have said um and it, it was like it was we we were running out of time and we had to be super quick about stuff so in my head I was like oh fuck I was gonna mention this but I was gonna mention this basically the, the main thing was I had intended for Nora to tell Odendra um I don't deserve you because I murdered someone to get here I mean, join the club, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> we won't get onto Amaris's body count.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that—that that was the main thing. That it's uh, not a regret of like I would change the decision. It's just uh, I wish I'd remembered that was a thing that I was going to do.
2: Amaris, Amaris had written a novel, which is then put in the library, and again, it's a complete side quest, but I would have liked to have, like, Dr. Durrani's here, I'm like, would you, would you like to read my novel? <laughs> and like, I have absolutely no time, it's, it's weird, it's anti-fantasy, it's basically about someone working in a coffee shop and it being very boring, it's like the opposite usually of like, oh, wow, you go to a fantastical realm, and she's like, she basically invented Starbucks in her head, and it was like, what a world where everyone, but it is also her fantasy of like, well, because no one, there aren't all the different species, everyone must get along because it, there will be no discrimination against you for being a horrible little necromancer. And it's just, uh, her lecturers were like, great gifted, we're just solid, solid stuff. We like the bit where they go on the bus. <laughs> That's just, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, as as pointed out, I just want to make all my characters authors. <laughs> they're just they're all just writing books just in their free time. Just want to write
3: a book. Just want to be published. Just write a little free book.
2: Yeah. Uh, and again, the constant thing was like the toss up was was going to remain a necromancer, and actually she's very good at it. And now possible evil campaign, you know, just.
3: I am I mean? for I am for Amaryllis being a non evil necromancer. Yeah. I think there's a fine line to be trod there, and I think she's the person to do it.
2: Yes, uh, we will put this into other things we've recorded, where we've seen what Amorous is like when she does actually have a necrotic bow, and she's she's actually very caring. She, I just want little friends. That's all I want from D and D is I just want some little pals. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I play. <laughs> they have to spend time with me. They have to like me. Um, <laughs>
1: Sometimes. Despite
0: their best yeah. intentions.
1: Aria. Oh. What was the question again? What would I do change. differently?
0: Yeah, was there anything that you change?
1: No. Honestly, not really. I think, for me, Zimori's issue is mostly that they, who are as brusque as they are, a lot of what goes through is internalised rather than explicitly expressed. So I'd have liked if, you know, a couple of moments just to kind of actually save some of the things going out but in the end i think hints of everything kind of came out anyway I and swear. you know the, 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 i think the story went as it should have been but yeah i would if if there had been some more moments just maybe just more some more just chances for it to ex- Explicitly say what goes on in their head, emote
3: those stuff, be with some more people just to kind of, but that's a bit. Mm-hmm. I, I said to, to Mike in one of our backs, uh, behind the scenes chats, like that we, this should have been a six part, yeah, um, for, for time. And I, I don't think there would have been another two episodes worth of the mission necessarily. I think there probably would have been another one episode worth of actual plot and then another episode's worth of, let's get all that backstory from Zen and Zarius in particular. <laughs> Come on, tell us, tell us. <laughs>
2: I think more the the lovely bit of when nora's like i'm really tired i haven't got time to talk i just need to focus more like no you're the most interesting thing that's happened to us in months so what what's it like living in another world is it scary is there a sky you know what did you eat watch as you blanch and we don't like our
1: problems so we're focusing on your problems
3: <laughs> <laughs> my problems are not better <laughs>
1: They're not better, but
3: they're different. Especially
2: as a magic user, I'm like, what's science like?
3: (laughs) I think that that's that's another like alternative in like in my head canon. There is an alternative version of the way that this could have gone, where I don't know. I don't know if uh, Nora and Adendra would have ended up together, but maybe Nora became more of like a had a like an apprentice relationship with uh oh amaryllis had an apprentice hmm. relationship with nora um as well as like was i don't know serious as well and the uh, hmm. all of the inventions like i feel like the the, the now this place has not got a zombie horde maybe it's a maybe it's a good lab maybe it's maybe it can be the new nexus lab oh
1: that's my one moment there was all of this research going and there was team High intelligence doing all of these really smart things, and then in my mind it's just Moira in the corner going Motivation. Yay. (laughs) Here's some more stuff about Undead. Intelligence is not my highest stat. No, but you had
3: your great motivational speech.
1: (laughs) I did. I just thought it was quite funny that you all had specific things and I'm just there going, I know... I know (laughs) zombies. (laughs) And I'm it's not like even
3: mentioned. the premier
2: zombie person here. I also made like meat grinders, so I can just
3: like Moira had like so many powerhouse moments yeah. in that that uh, I think I think we're okay. We're, we're okay with the fact that you weren't uh, like uh, like giving all of the answers in the the theory crafting bit mm. because you just had so many like incredible like I'm just gonna walk through this field of zombies and yes. and just. Lawnmower them. <laughs> it's great.
0: Maybe maybe Talia's one thing that you'd have probably liked to have changed was not getting hit by Talia's fireball.
2: Oh, the, the, oh. By Talia's fireball. By Ta- Talia. No,
1: Josh, Talia, why are you no, there again? Jo- no, yeah, Josh, you have to pay attention.
2: Talia is in the pub and stole the axe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Talia. You see where oh, I yeah. get confused? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I sorry, okay, that's the thing. My thing my one thing I would have liked to have changed is work out how much more of my real self would have been in that campaign, because that was hilariously coming up. Yeah, not being involved in getting hit by friendly fire by people who know what I do and should be trained enough would be great.
5: That that, that just a mini insight into the choice that I made. That was very specifically because nothing has ever come Beyond the wall before, and Falia panicked.
3: Oh, it was a great character and story choice. Oh, yeah.
5: It was as simple as it's never happened before. Oh, shit. (laughs) If one of those grabs me, um, like many a player that's played a wizard or sorcerer knows, (laughs) you're screwed.
1: Yeah, and you fireball the person keeping them off you. (laughs) So smart.
2: It's our strategy.
0: Not the best strategy, but is a strategy. Sean, hmm. yes. did you, did you have a moment? I've been I've been racking my brain,
4: but like I'm actually gen like I'm genuinely actually quite happy with how things went. Like uh, you know, maybe being a little bit more descriptive about um when we did the montage scene and because um, I I really wanted to use the um uh I always forget the name of it. Is is it the blessings of the forge? No, it's the other one. Artisan's blessing. Far too similar names. Um, it like it's a, it's a great skill, and I love it as a cleric ability. But it's so hard to get into actual role play. So like I, I, that would maybe be my one thing is like having an actual physical idea what that would be used for rather than can we make a MacGuffin? <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, I mean, other than that, like there's. There, you know, there were some moments where conversations could have, like, maybe brought like eked out a little bit more of Xerius's backstory, but just means I have to bring him back, and that's not a bad thing. No. The,
2: the, the fact we all survived, which was a miracle, yeah, fairly unexpected, actually. Yeah. I again, it's, it's a terrible one, but you know, there's a part of me who was like, it all went so smoothly. Because we were, I think, as said, we were like Helm's Deep. We were all prepared for going, this is going to be our last stand. And then everything just worked out. Of course, there is the timeline where we're like, what happens when they do breach the wall? Or one of us goes down. Or the, the hideous thing of like, going, okay, Mike, it's we fought, the fort has fallen. Good luck explaining to the rest of the DMs that you're like, by the way, the hordes of the dead are just pouring out of them. Which, I mean, actually, in-world would be, like, great. It's like, yeah, it doesn't go up there. The dead just are in that mountain. That's just... That's there. That's... We don't go there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we just drew, like, a little tape around it. Yellow tape. We're like, no, no, no. we do big part of that's no... crossed off. Yeah. There
5: was no contingency. If you failed, you failed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um... Umbravar would have been out. <clears throat> with... Heavily influenced with Eldritch um, power as well. Yeah, fun fact there was no contingency. If you failed, you failed. Great. And it would have been someone else's problem, but that's for the DMs. <laughs> I mean, fine. No, I, I, I had rough ideas of what would happen if you'd have failed. Plus the obligatory sending boxes of chocolates to everybody and apologies for...
2: We <laughs> could have got gifts. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, sorry, chocolate. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm falls in a hole. Change it
1: all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like this ending because I'm the only one who wouldn't have got gifts. I like <laughs> this ending where no one gets anything. Oh, wow. Why would you not have got gifts? Oh, I was not a DM. Yeah. the fun things and therefore <laughs> have to
0: deal with
1: the world.
2: I mean, all that said and again, this is sort of connecting to other things we've been talking about, Clemvor's probably very happy with us, because we've done a big Driving Back the Dead, and you know, turning up and like, hey, I'm a cool dude, actually. I get a lot <laughs> yeah. of bad rap, but, you know, the dead does suck, right? Right, guys? Right, right. right, right. right.
1: So I went into that with a crisis of faith in the gods in general, and mine, and, lo- and I came out this going, actually, I'm going to do it my way, he owes me, and I am a Boss, And so I am now going to be spreading the way of my own version of this, which is lawnmower them to death and adopt the weird people into your life so that they do good things.
2: Mm-hmm. You go back to Neverwinter and go, we've got a new doctrine.
0: <laughs> <They're> like, what? <laughs>
1: I'm taking over this church.
0: <laughs> I think you are the highest ranked person in the church, aren't you? yeah.
2: I mean, Rex is gone. The previous leader of yeah. turned. Yeah, you know, ch- ch- you've got a church now. Back, back I you go.
1: I am the head of the church. I am the head of the church. Winter. This is crazy times. This is a whole new campaign. All power to Zimbabwe.
2: Again, you Absolutely. can you can do a lot of good now. That you know yeah. we can reboot the Church of Klemvor. and you know, especially In Denver, go- Winter.
0: We should specify it, in, Neverwinter. in
3: Neverwinter.
2: Well, you know, spread spread the doctrine. Let's let's go over. Let's, I
3: so think because like, didn't Liz's character, Liz's granny character, was uh, a, a a nun of Kalemvor, was she not?
2: Yes, Is that right. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: but but I don't know how high ranking, and I can't remember where either. <laughs>
4: We've had a fuse. kalemvor has got to be one of the more popular like gods that we've used, hasn't he? But I I mean I'm perfectly I'm 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 advocating, you know, why why stop at head of the church? Why don't we just posit Zimmoira as the new god of death?
2: Hmm.
4: Um.
3: He's the god of anti-death technically.
4: God of death. Well, no,
3: he's is the the god of god of making sure death happens as it should. Hmm. What do you do?
4: God of we'd, Permadeath.
3: Yeah. We'd
2: put, we'd do, we're doing a apotheosis run to try and heighten you, deify I mean, you, yeah. Oh,
0: I yes. mean, if we're talking about yeah. extra our travel, we know of a plane that doesn't have Kellan of War in it because Kellan War was killed by Ava.
2: That's very true. That's, yeah. Do you want to have an entire plane? There's werewolves there.
0: Zimmoira just needs a silver key. With, yeah.
2: oh, oh,
3: that one. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I do feel bad now because we keep talking about, like, oh, yeah, then get rid of Clemvore, and then people are like, well, we know what happens. And I was like, no, we know what happens when clemvor is ripped apart by by an angry woman pulling herself out of the house. <laughs> Maybe if we just, I don't know, threw him off a cliff, he's just like, no, I died again. Uh, folks, I do also advise, look into, like, the lifetime of clemvor where it's like, oh, yeah, no, he was a panther for a bit. And you're like, what do you mean he was a panther? <laughs> Weird. What happened in 3.5? wild
3: shenanigans wild <laughs> yeah so that's my thing <laughs> Josh you muted
0: I am <laughs> muted <laughs> didn't mean to do that anyway uh, who would like to roll the next question
2: sure go for it Robot dies. dice dies. that dice, roll that, dice. dice.
0: Uh, that
2: was a
0: 8 scroll down Ooh, uh, another question for the players. Would Hooray! any would any of your previous characters solved sorted this campaign in a in a jiffy if they were there? Let's say if they were the same level and mm. not pick the higher level characters that just come in and just go whoop or lower <laughs> level characters that just come in and just go, Bleh. I
4: don't know. Like there was very little chuckle fuckery around this campaign. Like yeah. th- there's a lot I-, I think there's a lot of parties that we've had on stream where the events have happened to them and like whereas this was a group that was very much like okay this is happening no we were batted down with a hammer and it's done um i i I don't know like i think we we almost made the perfect mob for it even if we were very high on intelligence and low on strength and charisma (laughs)
1: so fun story like before we had settled on what this game was going to be I had planned on bringing my one-shot character, Daria, into this. Uh. Daria, my lovely, like, celestial bard. Okay. And then I worked it out and I went, no, she's going to die. Because <laughs> she she is too top. pure. <laughs> she, yeah, no, too good for this world, too cinnamon roll. Yeah, so she would have solved it by, like, trying to, doing this whole thing of just trying to morale the troops and bring up spirits and...
3: Make sure that everyone
2: had their spirits and they should have died but it would have been such beautiful death <laughs> so, yeah.
3: i think it's something worth worth mentioning as well like you, you said obviously the so mike the campaign plan changed and as much as i'm i'm incredibly grateful and flattered that you uh you, centred it around my character and also aided Dr. D'Ronnie getting back to, to our material plane. I'm very <laughs> grateful for that as well.
2: Um, <laughs> Both me and Sean are like
3: no! <laughs>
2: are keeping that there for a reason!
3: <laughs> the game is literally
2: like she's like on the top ten most dangerous people in the multiverse. You what have to be evidence in this
3: campaign, have you seen that she's the cause <laughs> of trouble? How long have we got?
2: <laughs> like I said on the talkies of free action, Doctor Durani has done nothing wrong, has nothing committed wrong. no L- sins. Links to
0: the very first Nexus <laughs> campaign, where you can see exactly why Dorani is in the top ten, will be yeah. in the description below.
3: But. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but but the original thing that you said to us Mike was what characters would you like to bring back because you like to design a, a campaign around a character so originally so I think originally Tom you'd suggest you'd always suggested Amaryllis right yeah. and then Talia you would suggested Daria who was also like wholesome and sweet and then Sean you'd suggested was it Coalescence was an off-air character you played who was like very chill that- and
5: so yeah,
4: Co- Coalescence is a character that I played in some of our off-stream games. Um, so you know we're, when we're like trying to get to know each other, and you know a new DMs coming in, and like you know just wants to to trial stuff out, uh, we we play off-stream. Sorry, you never get to see those. And yeah, Coalescence is a character that I played uh, in one of those, and I've been waiting for the chance to bring him in. And unfortunately, he's very sea-based or like could potentially go on land as long as it was near the sea um underground not not his place um probably would have been alright but it would have been even more warlockery um and talking to his pet bubble
3: also wholesome content pet bubble uh,
4: no, and and no. I was
3: I was yeah I was going to play skitter as well oh. my, my my tabaxi monk who again is very traumatized background now but but wholesome more wholesome content so we were gonna have team team of little cuties and then mike was like how about now instead you play dr dorani and i make it all zombies
2: i i said that like when i did nat's one shot i inadvertently brought a werewolf to a silver mine and then i brought a necromancer to the land of the dead <laughs> just like uh, I'm not, i i shouldn't be here but also for me, character-wise, where I'm like, yeah, you've got a magical book, and I was like, hey, maybe, maybe you, maybe go investigate the land of the dead. Maybe you maybe you'll learn some things. Hey, I just want good things for you, you know.
3: So. so, what was it, Mike, that made you decide that was the direction you wanted to take it in after you were you were pitching it one way to start with?
5: Beaver uh, dreams, chaos, <laughs> and um, what comes to my mind at like, so that, that is correct. I basically. I let players kind of... I have have a really, really specific idea. So one was I had the pleasure of playing as a character with Huxley um, in a game. And then because I fell in love with Liz's character, I wrote this story around it. And then basically... <clears throat> that's why I was asking for in the chat when we talk about characters, stuff like that. I was looking for something that kind of hooked my brain. And then playing in a separate game of Nats, which will have just been as well, which was Nexus Revelations or Revolutions, I can remember.
3: I mean, both, really. But, but yeah. <laughs>
5: Revolutions. Um, <laughs> I, le- I learned a happened, lot more about this,
3: this. It's really good.
5: <laughs> this one character called Dr. Doroni, all the way through, and for some reason, my brain did what it does, which is like ping, and I was like, Oh, that's really interesting. And then, the more Nat spoke about it, I, I, I think maybe in the fourth episode, I was like, So Nat, <laughs> 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 this little Nora Doroni
2: that we've uh, I've little? heard you mentioned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That is <laughs> al- also beautiful, because you guys recorded it a few months ago, where it was like, oh, do you think Nora's coming back? And that's like, well, I honestly don't know. And then it's like, Mike, so what's the name of the next campaign? Well, I haven't really thought of <laughs> it yet. So you're like, say it. Say the spoiler. Say it to so everyone. Did like, I joke but We
3: they didn't know at that time?
2: I joke no, with I that being know. like the Super Smash Bros trailer where you're going, and then suddenly it's like, Nora has entered the fight. You're like,
3: Hey! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm the stupid
1: one who still didn't make the link between her name and the title until, like, the fourth
2: Talia's just like, that's (laughs) you! You're the (laughs) one!
1: Look, anyone who's seen my battle notes, I abbreviate everything. So I was abbreviating the title in my notebook, and I just never thought about it.
2: Okay, now we flag that. Yes. Talia sent thousands of words worth of battle planning.
3: A dossier.
2: A dossier. and folks. That is why we survived. We plan the planning and then being like, do you have any notes? And you're like, no, you've planned this great, you know, we'll move this here. We'll put that there. We'll make sure that uh, people move to the pub because that's contained. <laughs> you know, just, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, in World Talia as well. Like, I've got notes. You're like, "Thanks." Hey, well, yeah, just, it was, uh, it was. It was finger beauty. <laughs> and this, uh, also, the lovely thing of like the map having like the little diagrams and then, like question mark here. Mm-hmm. That uh, mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Um, yes, I think it would be remiss if we didn't mention <laughs> Italia. Just like go right. So, <laughs> and when I say this, I mean this, and that goes there. It just yeah. It was it was grand. Italia
5: in the background, put in um, yeah camouflage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not so Moira. Italia. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> also, also like in Predators, covering self in mud. <laughs> You're like, no, that's not what we're doing. it's like, yeah, but maybe they they can f- sense heat. It's so like, no,
0: Talia, no.
4: <laughs> Talia was in the field with the zombies, just off off screen, mowing everything down
0: <laughs> with I the think, axe. I think yeah. this is yeah. going to become a thing in any campaign that Talia now appears in. it's going to be an NPC called Talia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: I don't even know why I stumbled over it, but it just stuck and <laughs> we couldn't get past it.
1: Please give up. Look, I, I like planning and mm. I like logistics and I like fallback situations that we hopefully never have to. And look, it doesn't matter if it g- does or does not go to plan. Mm. But if you have a plan first, you know where to deviate to and from when it all starts inevitably failing
2: again like we said where everyone in this was competent and pretty much high at their game other like i realized because the question was what other characters would we put in i almost feel like this is almost like the perfect timeline the right four people came to this and were able to do it because mm,
3: this is why the gate crashes took tony instead because nora needed to be here
2: uh that is definitely what the gate crashers are now telling themselves uh, <laughs> as as again as as there's a there's a board which has little bulbs that has drawings of 10 as that bulb lights up and they're like oh no she's fat oh wait i would also like to point you're you're ranked under an actual beaver with a gun <laughs>
3: Just i mean that's that's fair because yeah.
2: clint is the most dangerous clint is the most dangerous like even the tarasque is just like not as dangerous as clint eats would
4: no because it's because it's glued to a bone tarasque now yeah um, yeah. just just on the gate crashes yeah. as well like that i i was not convinced until we started playing i was not convinced that you weren't going to fake out again thinking, like journey back in the um on corazon again <laughs> Like, which of Nat's characters is actually going to be playing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> could, could you imagine if I'd been that cruel? Like, Mike drew that beautiful, beautiful art hmm. of her. And then I was like, now nah, I'm going to play Tony again. <laughs> draw another <laughs> could, one. Draw a raccoon
2: <laughs> <"Draw a laughs> instead. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea that we don't get Mike to draw it. We get one of us who can't draw to like <laughs> scribble it and like, big graffiti, like, Tony!
3: That's me, assholes!
2: <laughs> oh, Again, my Smash Bros. trailer where Nora steps in and then, boom,
3: <laughs> Tony. Can we actually on that though? Can we take yeah. a moment of like, Mike, y- your art is beautiful, yeah. and you should not necessarily for us do it for for your own sake and when you want to, but do it more. Yes.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've already, I already am doing more. i mean, <laughs> so we can't stop you. <laughs> so, next couple of series, hopefully look out for it, because you might see some some more um,
2: art stuff. stuff.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Maybe.
2: DMs, huddle, huddle. We need yeah. to keep casting Mike, because we keep getting lovely. <laughs> also, he'll send us chocolates if something bad
4: happens. We can kill everyone and we get presents.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> but there is, a, this is a little secret. There is a, There is a very small... Now, I, I am a huge advocate for empowering players, making them feel like heroes. There is nothing more epic than winning and winning spectacularly mm. like you should because you are incredibly powerful, talented characters. But there was a big, uh, smaller part of me that really wished you'd suffered more to win. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. There was just there yeah. was so
5: many more parts. Like, I, I'd, I, I'd written out the fortress in all my stages and they literally destroyed... The first wall, and then in an absolutely epic moment, Zarius and um, Moira literally charged through the hole they made in the wall and just fucked them up. Um, We're just like, "Oh, that's cute. You made a wall. Look behind it." Me.
3: (laughs) Zarius punched a ghost. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
5: (laughs) So, like, that was that was that was like incredible, and those moments like were visceral in my mind, but. It, I had sort of almost stages of falling to the towers and then falling into deeper into the fortress and then even falling into def- battling in the um, in the tavern in the pub and I hadn't really thought about that and then until the Talia kind of pointed out that it is actually this choke point that if you had lost multiple numbers but I also wanted to kill all these um, NPCs that I made I made loads oh. Oh. and it was just the real like I don't know maybe if it's a screwed up part of me that was like it would be truly really satisfying to give them all incredibly horrific deaths
1: who's, who's the NPC that we didn't meet that you wish most that we did whether because you put a lot of effort into them or because they were just like a really cool concept
5: so there was there was a there was a couple um, there was uh, Malik Ryder, who um, was one of the captains who um, would have come in if you hadn't thought of a way to be able to travel out into the Warded Fall, like the No Man's Land, um, as they are a wyvern rider. But um, basically, if you didn't have a solution, they would have came, come in.
2: We just um, oh, to cool
4: animals. We we were too efficient and we missed out on riding on a dragon.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I bet there were goats. I bet you were keeping that from us. They're like, uh... <laughs> uh,
5: you met uh, you you embraced quite a few of the sort of main ones, um, and then there was there is a yeah, the wall commander, who is the basically the direct below the two marshals called Mir. She's this just like absolute powerhouse of a woman, and you just never came across her. Um, Gate Master Gruff. Yeah. Who looks after the, there's just a really, really arty gnome. Um, very grumpy. I'm going for really strong descriptors because mm. I can't go into too much detail. Um, and then the biggest one that I feel like Tom, as soon as I passively mentioned it, like almost like, pulled his eyes out was that there is a treant that is Oh here.
2: no my eyes yes. are gone. <laughs> yeah. The end, furious. yeah. <laughs> Literally at the chat and the, like I think cause I'm in Insomnia and like two am in the morning I just went, We didn't meet the treant <laughs>
5: <laughs> Um called Gentle Twig.
2: Boom. Oh
3: Gentle um, Twig
5: Yeah and his his main job um is I mean he fights and he's quite terrifying actually. But it's mainly, he just brings supplies up from the village into the fortress and back. That's like his job. I brought the horses. (laughs) (laughs) He has a really sad backstory, which was he's the only surviving tree ant from this biome because the when hundreds and hundreds of years ago is when the plague ravaged the land, he was the only one out of his um, enclave of tree ants that survived. Hence why he's here serving against keeping them shut away. And now he works for Tree PD. No, he's
4: got for, for those in the US, UPS.
5: UPS.
3: <laughs> thank you, thank you for no. <laughs> the I, I, I What was I going to say? I was going to say like, oh right. So you know, there's the the trope of like, uh, there's the the big the big movie where you have all the heroes doing the stuff, and then there's like the the TV series that's like like um, Star Trek Lower Decks or mm. it, like Space Janitors or that kind of thing of like the background folks doing the other stuff and doing the cleanup. Like I feel like we need the the one shot that is gentle twig going to get the horses and hoping that he's not going to die, <laughs> hoping that the hero stopped the zombie plague.
2: I'm coming, guys. <laughs> to be
3: fair,
5: the only other one was the Swift um, sisters. There was three um, Swift oh.
3: gnomes,
5: er, gnomes, elves that where, where were all over. This? I think. Sean did know of them, but never got chance to speak to them. Um, and then a fan favourite, just because Tiefling was Lyra Love.
3: Yeah, I remember like in the read, re- skimming through the first episode, and you mentioning Lyra Love, and I'm like, that's a really like standout name. I don't remember meeting Lyra Love at all.
5: I think they were just around. Do- oh no, they were on the tower with Zarius on the intro. They're the leader, the captain of the rangers and the uh, the archers. Um.
2: Again, when we make the TV series, it's like, no, they were there. They were in the first episode. In the, you know, they just didn't have any lines. And then when we come back for season two, and she said like the below decks ones were like, so all the zombies are dead. (laughs) What's your backstory? All my friends are dead. Yeah, same, same. Pub, pub. Yeah, there's, there's loads.
5: I could go on forever. <laughs> but yeah, it was yeah an entire commander that you didn't come across just because busy.
3: Uh, <laughs> Why well, it should have been a six-party? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Could
1: have been oh. a
5: combat. I'm very but glad you went to the pub. That's all that really mattered because. It was a really cool pub. We've got meet the <laughs> pub
2: owners, we've got them kicking someone out who, again, in the season two, you're like, oh, no, that's that's like a point of view character. <laughs> He's like, sorry, I took the table. You're like, no, that's, that's Serious's table. Just swing your hook.
0: It just sounds <laughs> like that we're going to have to have another adventure in Dreadstone at some point.
2: Wow. Really?
3: Yeah.
5: yeah. Well, it's the cool. perfect place now where, depending on who stays, obviously it won't be um, as filled with warriors as it was, um, but it's the perfect place to hold. If you ever need to run away somewhere, that. To hold. <laughs> to hold.
3: Just hold the, the stone. Hold Yeah, Yeah,
5: if, if, if a storyline needs a place to go and hold
2: out and survive, it's a pretty <laughs> secure place. <laughs> I'm imagining like a cowboy adventure now. It's like we need to wait until the heat gets off us. I hear there's a fort. And then just come in like, hello! Have you met all the undead?
0: We're still coming in
2: club. We've opened we've opened a hostel and a spa. Would you like would you like some cucumber juice? It's great.
4: That's that's what I really want. I want Liz to come back and do a kind of sequel to Merc and Draw Bog, but the kind of Amaryllis is now turned dreadstone wall into a kind of splinter spar on the on on the material plane.
1: The undead are the waitstaff. It is going wrong. Oh, owls.
2: So yeah, the, what we're Transpain, doing? Yeah. We're doing D and meets faulty towers.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't mention the don't undead. Mention the, don't mention the plague. Don't, <laughs>
0: DMs, put it put it on the board. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> oh, so much on the board at the minute. Right. We've think, got a lot of ideas. We've anyway. got a lot of ideas. I think we've got time for one more question. <laughs> I'm going to cheat and pick the question. Oh. <laughs> uh, and it's to everyone. And it is what was your overall favourite moment? Starting off with Daria. Oh. Oh gosh. Um
1: I think it's just literally being a beast of a combat cleric at that wall in that fourth episode, you know, calling shots, pulling, what, double nat 20s in a row. So, with a, okay, a grave cleric who can make someone vulnerable against a certain type of damage they have, then with a guiding bolt that hits with a nat 20, then a 20 on, like, some cool, Mike's really cool, like, battle. Mechanisms, and that was just like ah, oh, that, that was, I think, everything a combat cleric should be.
5: <laughs>
1: God, yeah,
4: awesome!
1: Loved, it. Loved that moment.
4: Wasn't that like you, you worked out like it was the most damage you dealt as well to a single target?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, 75 points of radiant damage, which was. Pretty, pretty stonking. Oh, so was tw- it like twenty one d six or something? I had to roll. So many
5: times. We had, I think, we oh, broke a couple, D6. a lot of personal bests, and maybe even series. Uh, like, universe. sorry, yeah. universe, yeah, universe bests.
3: I think so. <laughs> it it depends. It depends on it, it, if you. Ca- I mean, I feel like my my fireball might be record breaking if you can. not you were very generous, Mike, in saying there are fifty zombies in this twenty-foot sphere. Mm. And I don't know if I I did the maths as to whether fifty zombies could. I suppose if they're all very tightly packed, they could.
5: They were being funneled. There were
2: free slow zombies <laughs> at the front. Yeah,
3: and they're, they're kind of on top of each other. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I did I did do the maths on that, I, and I I figured it out during the episode. But I didn't I, I didn't want to dump all over Talia's. Also <laughs> incredible single target <laughs> damage. Uh, but I figured out, so I rolled 39 on, on my damage dice, uh, multiplied by 50 plus one, because I also hit umbravore. So that comes to 1,989 points of damage.
2: Oh, wow.
0: I think that's definitely beat the record. One, the record before was One attack.
2: Yet oh. someone's going to have to message Ed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: just... there's so much damage so many numbers
2: <laughs> again like because we keep joking about like timekeeper badge and that, and then it turns out a lot of us are really into like stats and being like no no but i i did the best right i did the highest amount of damage tell
3: me, tell me the best.
1: <laughs> just,
2: just i just need a little compliment <laughs> i'm not getting my lovely chocolates so just a little compliment to keep me going <laughs>
3: That's one of the things about like stat. I mean, most of us are here at DMs as well, like statting stuff for roll together characters because mm. we all create monsters all of the time. <laughs> yeah. And you think, ah, yes, this combat will be deadly, <laughs> and they're like, no, no, it is not.
5: Yeah, you made <sighs> short work of them. <sighs> Did we mention that Zarius punched a ghost? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I think mm-hmm. that, that's yeah.
2: definitely that's definitely a highlight. Like. Yeah, Probably,
4: sure. To be honest, yeah. like, yeah. It's, especially because you just happened to banish him at the exact right moment for me to claim it as well. Hmm.
2: But. yeah, as you fell through him, and like, yeah. So, and because that was the fun thing, because we were like joking, or like, oh, what be a great story to, because like we're always prepared to die, and you're like, no, it is. We are, we are literally heroes. <laughs> you know, categorically can say it's because of us. And he punched a ghost to death. You know, that's when you go home, you're like, hey, guys, just, just a little story. <laughs> yeah. uh, again, sort of like mom- moments like that. Um, for me, the uh, the Nat 20 I got when I was like rallying the troops and like, yeah, everything, everything that Amarius was working towards. And you're like that thing of like, Well, I work hard, but I'm sure people don't listen to me. You're like, no, absolutely. Everyone listens to you. They don't li- listen to the marshal. <laughs> When he tries to, you know, rally the troops, everyone ignores him. But you, you're you actually very, you're a very special young lady. Um, and also, favourite moment, and also connected to We Made a Choice, which going to end of episode three, there's the alternate timeline where we decided to sacrifice our memories for the good. And then what would that episode four have been as we come back going, cool, we have absolutely no memory, but at least all the dead are gone again. You know, I just, yeah, I just... For the four of us being able to be like, and now we're doing some dramatic, sad acting as we're watching our memories float by, and like, oh, that is what I cared about. <laughs> oh, I had a cat. <laughs> oh well.
1: <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna chop my personal favourite moment for my group favourite moment, which was all I said that in the start, was like the end of the room finished for the end of the episode, but all of you following me beautifully into that moment that Mike had made about just thinking poignantly, because I came out of that session just going. So many emotions! I'm so full of feels! And if none of you, dear viewer, felt this feels, you need to watch it again. (laughs) Just watch (laughs) it on a loop!
5: That is an interesting question, though, for you all. If you'd have decided to sacrifice your memories and return to the status quo, which is just the undead hordes attacking every couple of days, Returning to the same old that
2: the fortress was in, would you have just stayed? Yes, because Amaris hmm. doesn't think there's anyone else out there who cares about her, you know. And actually, as it turns out with the memories, there isn't really. But yeah, no, she's there. She's doing a job, and that's just career career runner now. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I don't know if they would have stayed that way. Uh, I think. I don't think Nora could have stayed in the short term I think because she hadn't lost um was it we'd lose all of our memories or just the specific memories that we'd uh cuz for the little behind the curtain mike asked us to provide him with five distinct memories um and those are the ones that we lost uh, which we never actually fully went through I don't think no. um so I think Nora wouldn't have stayed in the short term because she would still have to have gone back to Nexus to check out what was left of it, what was left of her research Um, I mean she'd still, like she'd forgotten her pride in Kimmer, but she still remembered that Kimmer existed and Mm. died, so would have gone and sort of honoured that Um, and then realised that her Doris unit is not there and probably got waylaid fully intending to come back to Dreadstone probably would have stayed with a but probably would never have made it because uh her doris is missing and that's probably quite important so yeah
4: i think xerius probably wouldn't have stayed because part of his reason for being there was you know um to go and um do some archaeology where he can punch the fossils first. Um, but his whole reason for kind of having that angst and stuff was a lot of his memories to do with um, like his 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 wife passing away and him kind of dealing with that grief in not the best way. Um, so without that and like without a lot of the things that happened to him, um, I think he would probably have actually had a bit more appreciation of life and yeah, left left to kind of go and find out what happened and what he was missing. You no, know, because otherwise he would have been a lifer. He, like, he would have stayed even longer. But yeah,
1: only way that Moira would have made that choice if she, is if she remembered her family to start off with, and then knowing that that was you know giving up those giving them up would have been keeping them safe. But because she didn't remember them and so she trusted in her previous team she kind of just went this is the most practical choice mm. but i think that if she had done it she i think she'd have been stuck in a loop yeah she she has to work out you know she's got like of course a holy cause to kind of wipe out zombies she'd have they'd have keep coming she'd have kept going back to find that crystal she'd have lost more memories she'd have gone back she'd have gone kept going back to find that crystal and lost more memories and that would have kept happening over and over again until i don't know honestly she probably she'd end up becoming the monster that she feared she would become because she's got nothing of her own self left so that would be the terrible timeline
2: that was my great fear that i brought up in episode three We <laughs> were around the house i was like we had this conversation before? <laughs> no, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, round the house, did you forget that we've had this conversation? Because <laughs> Mike, you could have done that and it would have made perfect sense, but it would have been so heartbreaking of like going, oh no, Dr. Durrani arrived here like four months ago. You just don't remember what's that. You've just, you're trapped. We love time loops. Again, mm-hmm. we love time loops. All love the, the films. Time, yeah. It's just, it's again where they said like, zombie films were big. When things were like, again, like the wars are going on and now all of a sudden time loops are big. Now we're coming out of the pandemic and everything is like, when you're reading it, we're just like, oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh. I'm glad we survived. I'm glad just... Folks, honestly, it's just it's just that general feeling of going, oh, so much could have gone wrong. <laughs> so many of us would have been ripped apart, but we actually... I keep saying this, we were literal heroes. We are folk heroes now that we can go, these are the four that... And I also think, I think also sort of remembering those who've sacrificed themselves as well. I think now being able to be, especially with Zarius as an archaeologist and a historian, being like, right, we can, we've now got control of the narrative here. This is what happened. These heroes stayed. And (laughs) it's also quite funny because it's like the people who formed the fort, you're like, okay, those guys quit, (laughs) but also protected everyone in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Yeah, it just.
1: I think it's sometimes that. They held the line, in my mind, so that other great heroes could do the job for them. Yes. But if they didn't hold the line, then maybe they're just like, there's no one else who's good as good as us, so we have to do this. But we know that in the meantime, other great heroes will have to inevitably come.
2: To quote a different series, uh, it had to be me. Someone else would have got it wrong. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh uh, yay! <laughs> hooray for us! Hooray
1: for us!
2: Hooray! Hooray for us! It's mostly—it's mostly about us four, the the undead four. Well, we'll come up with a better name. <laughs> hey, audience! I know it's too late to give us a hashtag team name, but
0: luckily it turned out Besides. the way that it did. Otherwise, all of the other roll together DMs would have to deal with the sort of oh, overflow of undead. Oh no! I'm away for a year. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's so weird. I
5: can also only be a player, I just don't don't have possibly the time to be a damn. Oh,
2: so weird. Also water deeps just falling into the sea. Just just like no no we've got rules. You're like oh, wow.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think we've gone over time. I definitely what? do not have the timekeeper's badge. Uh, <laughs>
3: I didn't, yeah. I didn't technically get to say my favorite moment, but it's okay because it's. No, no I was
0: gonna say no. go. No, you go. I thought your favorite moment was the amount of damage you did, but go. No, no, I. Oh, I, I someone
3: in. else brought that. Someone else brought that. I would th- also like just be like, oh, I did lots of damage. <laughs> I think mean, that was fun, but I don't know. I think my. I think the thing, it, It's the the general sense of like this is a brilliant team working together doing brilliant things. Is probably my favorite, uh, but then on the slightly more selfish side. Um, disappointing people because hi i'm nat i enjoy pathos <laughs> you might have noticed this from previous moments of pathos like kida's entire family being ghosts or ak not being able to cope with their mental being taken away or yeah things like that but i uh I, I love a setup of like oh this could be beautiful no no it's not um so that and the opportunity to, to play a character that's previously been established as well she's clearly a villain and showing not a redemption but just facets more facets
2: I'm looking forward to running into Arcana and then being like yeah hey you understand you understand where I was coming from right
3: no hard feelings right
2: <laughs> put the knife down <laughs> put the knife down
4: maybe I should play all universe Antonia at some point
3: Yes, I yeah. I like it.
2: It's like uh, was it the in DC where you're like you're like the Lex Lufo You're like actually I'm holding the world together here. I'm actually doing some good stuff. Yeah. What's your favorite moment, Sean? Me? Did you Can't do you Sean yeah. you know, no, we just missed that. Uh, we just missed Nats. Uh. Did hey, Mike, did, did you one, have Mike? a favorite? Yeah, did you have a favorite one? There's, uh
5: Many, the just the the the, the Derronis Echo like title being realised was quite delightful. It was just instead of it being like a, oh, it was like a, ah, yeah, see now let's clever. And realising that the four heroes and um Tom literally counting out on his hand when I described it as five five right. things and Tom was like. Where's a fifth come from? <laughs> and then, then they actually clarified with me out of character, like, you definitely said five, right? Yeah. yeah
2: just, <laughs> it's very funny with this, with the way the channel's gone, where five has now become such a huge categorical number. Like, Sean had it with his character previously with, like, the board, and now it's like, no, this is fully established that like five is a magical number. <laughs> it's like, as soon as you get a fifth person... Oh boy! I'll let you in some behind-the-scenes stuff. We almost were doing another campaign that had a fifth member, and that person had to drop out, and we were just like, "Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Five! It's actually happened again." It was too powerful. <laughs> too yeah, there, there it was, was.
4: There was a moment when we had the chalkboard, and I was temp- very tempted to have Zeria say, "I've got this theory about groups of four. <laughs> <laughs> The
1: Fifth is the DM the friends that we've made
2: along the way. <laughs> yeah. But also, in that room, the fifth was Randall House, who That's cast the, house. the spell that saved... <laughs> so Randall House is part of the the, the legend. Harbingers. <laughs> yeah. oh,
1: uh, Side quest. Randall House just has a very good day with his books.
2: Yeah, they're just the legend that is. let them enjoy their, their books, where it's just, just... Randall House goes for a lovely walk. Meets the tree, is
5: definitely a character I'm tempted to play at some point.
2: Just great fun.
0: Yes, so yes, no timekeeper badge for me today, but you're fine. Tom's here, so I should have known with Tom being here that I wouldn't get it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm self destructive. That little scamp over
0: there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a horrible little gremlin. It's fine. Payback is a bitch.
2: <laughs> you can certainly try. Yes. Anyway,
4: almost sabotage himself. We all know. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's. This is why we're a bit unsure about giving Tom full range to do his own talking into free action because it will just go on forever.
3: stop. It, just, it uh, will then, just
0: never end.
2: It will be weirdly romantic though.
3: <laughs> on that yeah. note. So my goat farm I just. Put the it, puppets
0: away, Tom. Josh, go. Uh, go, go, Thank you ads, very go. much, everybody, for watching. We have been rolled Together. This has been the Talk Together for Daroni's Echo. If you like what you see, somehow, you can find us on Twitch on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays at 9pm. Uh, I did it again, 6pm UK time. What is time? What is time? We are also on YouTube most wednesdays check our social medias you'll find out which wednesdays we are actually live with talking is a free action or talk together talking is a free action is a question dungeon type thing where we take characters from the current campaigns on a monday and put them through a set of puzzles and learn a bit more about them Massive thank you to our D20 Club. They are the best. We like to do the hearts. Uh, You can join them uh, in the description below for as little as one of your local currency. All goats must go to Tom. Tom's not allowed to talk right now. Uh, (laughs) They must all go to Tom. And thank you to our sponsors and supporters. Our sponsors are Phoenix Dice, and our supporters are Idle Champions of Forgotten Realms and Bearded Ladies. Uh, The only other thing to say is the one thing that we always say on Talk Together, Talking is a Free Action, Always stay classy at the table and send all to go to Tom. Bye. <laughs>